Welcome to Bedtime Stories with the Discerning Child. It's been a while, and happy Father's Day. Tonight's story is one that you might kind of recognize if you've listened to our show before. It is... Return to Magic City. Here it is. Saskia and Zach at bedtime. Sharing this, are we? Sharing Magic City. You are. You, we do it together, right? So how you doing? Good. Let's tell the story now. Yes. It's Magic City. Chat book two. Emmett, story two. <laughs> yeah. Narrated <laughs> by Zach slash Saskia. Period. As the wish mark. <laughs> So I think it's really important if we um, talk a little bit about the story Magic City because I think people that are listening might not have heard it or maybe haven't heard it in a long time, right? I mean, I I think that kids who are listening to this story should go back and listen to that story because it's really one of our favorites, right? Yeah, and before they listen to any, like, parts of a story, they have to go to part one of Magic City. Yeah, I think so, because I think this would spoil some of that story if they listen to this one first, right? Yeah. And if they listen to that story, they can tell when I'm making my usual mistakes about what happened. And they can say, wait a second, Uh, the sky wasn't purple, it was turquoise. No, it was purple. Oh, it was purple. So, what happens in Magic City? What's it about? The first one. Oh, it was about like these kids finding, like finding this door in the middle of the woods. Like. Yeah, yeah. So they go, they go on a hike, and they're they're staying. They're 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 brothers and sisters. There's three of them. Uh, there's fish. There's myrrh, and there's Grace. Grace. Yeah, Grace is the oldest. Fish is the middle, and myrrh, and myrrh is the youngest. Right, and so they find this door in the forest, and they go through it, and they're in this city, this crazy city. And there's wizards, and there's gadgets. And the gadgets use machines and kind of use up the magic, and the wizards kind of live in a world of magic and try to keep the magic waters of the magic stream going, right? Yeah. When is your magic most powerful? Do you remember this? When you drink the water from the magic stream or you have to No, when you're younger. The oh. older you get in Magic City, the the you know, you get more experience, but you're actually the most powerful wizard you can be when you're younger. And so myrrh no, and was the- race and fish are extremely powerful. But myrrh is the powerfulest. And, yeah, the myrrh seemed to be maybe the most powerful. But near the end of the story, Fish gets captured, right? And he turns into, like, he's like a dolphin, a spider, oh. And he's trying to get out of a cage, and he can't. And then he's kind of, he's really kind of mad. He's really upset. And what is what what does Fish do in the end? Remember? He sort of sends his magic. He kind of, like, explodes with magic and anger. Um, and, he and takes upset. all his magic out. All his magic comes out of his body, and it kind of remakes Magic City, right? All the forests become this super tall forest with trees on trees, and all the city, the city becomes this really tall building, and there's kind of this like interesting 
balance to the city where like where where different elements that were locked up in Magic City become free and they kind of mix out in the world together, right? Yeah. And then there are these people who come in cloaks right at the end and you don't really know who they are, right? Yeah. You were saying they're kind of like maybe sort of like indigenous people, but we don't know anything about them yet. Yeah, because we're the first ones on that island. Yeah, maybe. We don't know, but we don't know much yet. We just sort of met them, but we don't know. Yeah. And there was Wisp, who was the old wizard. Yeah, and there so was, he, does, he isn't very magical anymore. Yeah, he's not so strong, but he's really, um, he's clever. He knows how to use his magic. And there were other wizards around as well. So what happens at the end of Magic City? Fish decides at the last second that he's happiest in Magic City, and he doesn't come back. And the door closes, and they start walking home through the woods. And they're sad because their brother is gone, even though, you know, he, he, he wants life in Magic City. But they're sad that he's gone, and they're talking about what they're going to tell their parents and how they're going to do it. And then all of a sudden, a door opens in, in, the, in nothing in the air. And there's Fish, and he's older. And what does he say? We need your help. Magic City's in trouble, right? That's what I thought I was going to say. Yeah. That's okay. what I thought. I just didn't know what to say. So, return to Magic City. Chapter 1. Mer was running. She was running as fast as she could, but she still knew it wouldn't be fast enough. And even though she was fast, as fast as she could be, she knew that Grace was still behind her. Grace was running too, just as hard as Mur, and even though she was older, she was slower. And she had had a problem with her leg even since she was born, and that was that one leg was quite a bit shorter than the other. So she would stumble when she ran. And she would trip when she ran, especially when she was not running happily, but running scared. They were running through the forest and jumping over trees, but they could hear the thing that was chasing them coming and getting closer and closer. Grace, run faster! I can! I'm doing as best as I can! What are we going to do? I don't know. And they kept running. Murr tripped on a log and fell face first into some soft leaves. She rolled over. She was seeing stars and her head was dizzy. And Grace came over her and was pulling her up. And as she was pulling her up, she thought to herself, what's happening? How did I get here? Just an hour before, Grace and Murr had come back from Magic City through a door that had left their brother behind. And as they were walking down the path, a door had reopened, and standing in the door had been their brother Fish. Except it wasn't Fish, not exactly. It was an older version of their brother. And Fish stood there, a desperate look on his face, saying, Come back, we need you. Mer, Grace, you have to come. And they knew, to them, it had been just a few minutes. But by the looks of Fish, to him, 
It had been years. Grace was looking at Fish, wondering how old he could have been. And Murr was looking at him, thinking, look what he's gone through. Fish wasn't just older. His face had lines on them, and there were circles under his eyes that showed that he had had a hard time at whatever he was doing. Fish looked desperate, and he held open the door. He said, Murr, Grace, you have to come now. And Grace said, I don't understand. And Murr said, well, why do we have to go? And Fish said, don't you care about Magic City? Murr realized that Fish hadn't answered her question about why they had to go. Instead, he had said, don't you care? And that made her think that there was something kind of a little bit wrong, something that wasn't quite right anyways. Grace said, of course we care. Okay, we'll come, we'll come. And she walked forward to come into the portal that Fish was standing in. Murr said, hold on, Grace. Grace stopped and looked back and said, Murr, I don't think we have time. And Fish said, no, we don't have time. It's closing. And they could tell that he was straining to hold open the door. Beyond the door, they couldn't see what was happening in Magic City, but from the light that was flickering on the side of Fish's face, it looked like there was fire. Murr didn't like the looks of that. Grace didn't either, but it was her brother. She had to go. She took another step forward, and Murr grabbed her shirt and pulled her back. And Fish said, come! You have to come now. Grace walked and took once more step towards the portal. Murr mm. took one step with her. And just as the door was starting to really push against Fish, Fish looked at her, looked her right in the eye, and Murr knew. And with that, she ran past Grace, ran towards the portal, jumped and did something that she never thought she would have done. She kicked Fish in the center of his chest, knocking him back into the portal, and the portal closed, leaving the silent forest. Murr was standing in the forest with Grace, both of them not having gone into the portal. And Grace looked at Murr and said, what have you done? Grace. Did you see him? Did you see his eyes? Grace said, no. Well, Fish is, Fish is a nice boy. He's a lovely boy. He's a wonderful boy. He's my brother. But that, that wasn't the same fish. Did you see his eyes? And Grace thought, well, he just seemed upset. Murr said, I didn't trust him. There was something wrong. Grace was upset. She thought maybe they had just lost a chance to see their brother ever again. She was sad. And Murr was sad about that too. But she, she knew that she should trust her instincts, even if she was doubting 
what she had just done, even if already she was feeling sorry. They love Magic City, and if Magic City needed them again, then they should come. But what was wrong with Fish? Why would she kick him? Well, she kicked him because he was holding the portal, the door open. He was like, you know, it was kind of closing slowly, and he was struggling to hold it open. And she didn't want to go, and she thought the best thing to do was to kind of knock him back into the world so the door would close, and he wouldn't be able to kind of grab her or take her, or she wouldn't fall in. So she did it like that. I think yeah, she that would hurt. I think she felt if she tried to run away, he would just chase her. What do you mean it would hurt fish by kicking him? Yeah. I think she did it in a way where... I thought she was trying to kill him. No. And I didn't like the feeling of the fire. Yeah, that was a little scary, right? Well, we'll find out what happens there, right? Grace and Murr walked back through the forest, and they retraced their steps back towards the cabin where their parents were waiting. But as they walked, they talked. Grace didn't exactly make Murr feel better about what she did. She was upset, and of course she was upset. Murr had, just like you said, Saskia, she had kicked her brother. And it's not a nice thing to do. But Murr still felt like that was the only choice she had at the minute. Suddenly, they heard a sound. And they knew the sound. Oh, this is when they were getting... It was a sound. Of course. Of a door. Another magical door opening. And then they could hear... The sound of what sounded like to be a panther. And through the trees, far back behind them, they saw just a little bit of a flash of a panther. It wasn't black. It wasn't... Fish! White. It was... What color? Yellow. It was a yellow panther, which was often the color that fish had taken when he changed into different animals, right? The roar wasn't a friendly roar the way that fish fish used to do, a roar that was filled with joy and happiness. It was a scary roar. And that's when they started to run. Now we skip that whole running part. And now they were running and running. And Murr had fallen and Grace was picking her up. And instead of picking her up, Murr pulled Grace down said, wait, let's hide. And they covered themselves in leaves, covered themselves as thickly as they could and lay very still. And they heard the sound of footsteps coming closer and closer and closer and then leaping over the log where they had fallen. And the footsteps kept going. And they kept going. And they disappeared. And then Murr sat up and Grace sat up. And they changed direction. And they walked back through the trees towards the cabin, but in a way that mm. took them somewhere into the forest they didn't recognize. And they got lost. This is scared. And the forest started to get a little bit dark. And it took them a while, but they found their way back to the trail that led to their cabin. And all the while they listened. They didn't hear anything. No panther, no sounds, nothing. 
And they walked. I'd be very scared. I would be like clinging onto my oh. older sister. And Mara said, Grace, do you do you know where we are? And Grace said, I think we're headed to the cabin, but I'm not sure. And then they heard a sound. It was the sound of a thunderstorm coming. And they walked and the sound got louder. And they thought, oh no, we have to get back to the cabin before it rains. And we have to listen for the, the panther that we think is fish. And they walked and they walked. And then they saw through the trees um, what they thought was their cabin. No. And at the same time behind the cabin, they could see the flashing of the lightning of the thunderstorm. And so they thought, okay, we're here. And they walked towards the cabin. It was their cabin, but what they realized was that the lightning storm was, fish. was inside their cabin. And so they very carefully crept along the path towards the door. Inside they could hear the booming of thunder and the pouring sound of rain. And they opened up the cabin door. And there, sitting at the dining room table, were their mother and father. And they weren't just sitting at the dining room table. They were sitting at the dining room table with raincoats and umbrellas. And all around them in the cabin, it was lightning and thunder and pouring rain. They sat there. And when Myrrh and Grace came in, they turned to Myrrh and Grace. And they could see at the table, not only were they holding umbrellas, they were holding wands. And her father said, hello, girls. You're a little late, but we've been expecting you. And we have a lot to talk about. And that's the end of chapter one. But why didn't they ask where's fish? That's my question. And why do they have wands? I think they're wizards. I think they're wizards, hey? Yeah. Or and witches. What did you think of the first chapter there? It was scary at first, but it's getting exciting now. Okay. Yeah, I know there's a bit of scariness too. But um you know, a lot of our good stories have a little bit of scariness. Violence. <laughs> Remember, like, the white story? The white word? Yeah, the white word. Yeah. And the box had some scary parts for oh, sure. Oh, this box was the scariest. You know, somebody, um, we got a letter from somebody telling telling us they loved the box from a kid. And they sent us some artwork. It's pretty nice. Oh, yeah, the artwork about for all the kids. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, anyways, that's chapter one, and I have no idea where chapter two is going to take us. What do you think should happen in chapter two? I think it should be like, they say that they're weathered, and then like, and fish returns. But like, very nice, and fish. You think fish fish will be back to being normal? Like, at the end of this kind part, return of Magic City. And then it will be... The Double Magic City, the next series. 
double magic city? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna stop recording now. Oh, we just decided to be good story. But can you stay live with me? Yeah. I hope you enjoyed today's story. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>